0: Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Airs International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Intercession night. not just Friday night, not just our time for our family to come together, but intercession night. So tonight is a night that we come together as a family to stand in a place, to begin to speak and co-create with Yahweh and and lay our lives down to see his plans his purposes his scroll play out for someone else's life or another situation right I went back over the past two this is our third intercession night that he had me just kind of okay start from here and go back three and the last one we went Amber and Jason led, and we set up a plan to sustain the generations. The time before that, Gabe and Ellen challenged us to look bigger. Gabe brought a word about it um, not being big in numbers, but big in time, being able to look for future generations to be aware of things that are much further out than just me. And then fast forward to last month, or the the last time of intercession, so three months after that, and we get to untangle the things going on in our mind because we are thinking bigger, thinking about the generations to come, thinking about the things that I have in my life are affecting far more people than just me, right? Right? And tonight we get to stand in a place or, as I've seen it, just lay in a place to be a bridge, to be a sacrifice laid down to allow Yahweh's plans to come out in in the lives of others, in the lives of generations around, that are coming in the lives of so many that maybe we don't see or don't know or don't have physical access to right now generations to come and and situations to come that we get to stand in a place tonight to switch the trajectory of that and as we partner with heaven tonight and declare from that place katie actually wants to um she wants to just release something over us so Uh, so this week, I studied He, which means um, breath. And something cool was um, Yahweh's name is yod Hey vav Hey, And He means breath, and Vav means connector. So our breath connected to His breath through Yahweh. Um, uh, so tonight, like she said, is intercession. So we're co-creating with him. So we need to be so close to him that our breath is mixed in with his breath. So we are breathing in his breath. So all we're producing is him. (laughs) She's been engaging with Hay this week. Like I walked into her bedroom and she has a mirror that she's just written out all the things that she's engaged with this week in interacting with Hay, with a living letter, with his living language. And in tapping into that, we know as a family that when we're so close to him, that it's in that place, it's in that position that we see what he has for generations to come. And not even just that, but for, for the ones that are here, not just the I mean, that can be so far down the road, but it's affecting the now. It's affecting the future. It's affecting so much. And as a family, uh, we get to stand in that place of intercession tonight to tap into what Yahweh is saying and to release that, like Katie's saying, to be so close to Him, to feel His breath inside of me that I would speak from that place that delivers life, that co-creates, that delivers transformation, right? So tonight, um, that's what we're gonna partner with as we intercede, as we stand in that place and switch the trajectory of the way things could have gone, the way things could have been set up to work out down the road, but switching it to what Yahweh says. So I'm gonna pass the mic off to Eric and Kendra. They have, uh, um, we, yes, I'm so sorry. We are going to send our little ones downstairs Uh, We are going to get ready as they go down and hang out with Aunt Dee, um, all our little ones, five and under. I'm so sorry. I forgot about that part. And um, I'm just looking over here, and there's a whole row of kids that I just want to honor that are ready to do this, that are, I can tell, already ready to go, already ready to stand in that place to intercede for those around us and to intercede for the generations coming after you, right?
1: There's a lot of joy. Um, as we were preparing for tonight, just it was interesting because oftentimes I just see things. I don't always get an explanation for what I see, but I get images. Like a... Yahweh is so kind to give me like a, the movie version, so... Um, and for intercession, I know one thing that had been, you know, so often is inter- is, is this idea of the watchman, okay? You guys heard of somebody talking about a watchman on the wall? A lot of blank stares. I'll take that as a no. Alright, imagine a city that actually has defenses, walls around it. Well, that's for protection, that's for safety and you also had as a part of that there was a lot of things that the wall had to, to allow the city to operate one of them is a watchman okay and it wasn't just one person but these but a watchman was somebody who had a specific place on the wall and their job is to look and see if there was danger or anything happening and then their job was to notify everybody and so that is something that I have always I've connected with I've understood that in the sense of this is something, a you know, watchman. But I wanted to picture, I want you guys to picture something. This is how I used to think of a watchman. I would stand on the wall and I would have a spot. And my job was to look outward at the horizon. And the wall is here, and my 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 people, my family, the city is behind me. And my job is to stare out at the horizon real hard and see what's coming. Like, are there is there a danger on the horizon? Is there a storm coming? Are there enemies? Is there an army on the way? Are there bandits that are trying to sneak up on the... I'm looking. I want to see what's on the horizon. And it's just the real intent focus on what's happening. Okay, so that's how I've always understood the watchman. You guys kind of picture that. And by the way, the watchman usually isn't just on the wall, like on the same level as everything else. To get a better view, the watchman usually was in a tower, like an elevated spot, because you got a—you can see further, right? Makes sense, right? If you're gonna be a watchman, you have a place. The watchman has a place on the wall, and it's higher because it gives them a better vantage. There's nothing blocking their view. Therefore, they can see what's coming a lot easier. And there's more than one on a wall protecting the city, there's going to be more than one watchman position, okay? You're gonna have them placed at strategic points on the wall, depending on what the city's needs are. So you're not alone in that, but it's almost like you have a certain section that's kind of like, this is my spot, I'm gonna keep an eye on things. And that's accurate. It's just, as so many things we're walking through, it's not that it was wrong, it was just so terribly incomplete. Because what the picture that I kept seeing about the watchman was instead of taking my spot on the wall and staring and at one spot all the time to see what's happening, yes, I need to do that. But the picture I saw was the watchman doing this. He's staring out, and then he would be looking around and looking back in at the city. See what's happening here? Looking over here. I keep looking inward. Because you have the best you know the, the the high spot in the city means that you can see what's happening inside, as well as what's happening outside. Okay. You you I can even see the other watchmen. We can we can we can help each other. But that picture was something that was like I, that's all I kept seeing was the watchman was doing this and this was looking back and forth, and it was kind of like this really strange picture. And I'm like, well, you kept like, what does that mean? And as we were pressing into that, praying through it came to this realization that it's like, you know what? The watchman has so much more responsibility than looking out. Yes, that is absolutely true. That's that's totally accurate. Are there external concerns? Are there things on the horizon? But in that, I'm not being introspective. I'm not looking inside to see what's happening. What if What if an enemy has snuck in? What if there's things going on in my own family, inside the city with my people, and there's chaos happening there, and I'm only looking out there, and I can't speak to a concern of something that's happening inside? And it's just that word circumspect came to me, which is basically just a fancy way of saying that I am looking all around, 360 degrees. I am looking in a full circle, as opposed to just... This one little slice that's out there, and I'll make sure no bad guys come. Well, that is, but it's so incomplete. There's so much more. I will be looking down the wall. I will be seeing how my other watchmen are doing. Are they doing good? Do I need to support them? I'll be looking inside the city. What's happening in there? I'm being introspective. What's happening with my family? I'm seeing everything in a circumspect manner. And I really felt as we were doing this that there's something so significant to having a complete picture in our in our time of intercession because yes, we do want to perceive what's out there, but I know for me I've spent a lot of time looking out at the horizon and not enough time looking inside. Yahweh, what are you doing in my life? What do I need? Do I, I need to take those watchman perc- perceptions and those watchman skills, am I applying it in the city? Am I applying it in my own life? No, not really. <laughs> it's so much easier to be able to look out there and see all these external problems and not look at all the internal heart issues that I'm having. It's so easy to be able to say, look at all that and, and be able and label all those bad people, all those bad things happening. And I'm sitting here and I'm just a hot mess and I'm, well, I'm not going to look at that. That's behind me. That's not my job. I don't look at myself. <laughs> I'll look out there on the horizon. And I feel like in this place where we are building, in this place where we're growing, that this is just a, a new perspective that we're having, which is the watchman is an active role. I had this picture of like one spot real intently staring at the horizon. My job is to move around. I'm looking. What's happening? Seeing different things. That circumspect idea that circumspection is, I'm looking at many different angles, I'm seeing different things, I'm using the space, I'm moving around. What do I see? What's happening? Becoming active in what we're seeing within as well as without.
2: Awesome. Um, I just wanted to to just take a minute as as Katie had released um, about the breath and the connector and the breath the hey vav hey aspect um, I just want to take a minute today and or a minute right now and then um, just engage Eric's word about being introspective about the building process that's going on in our heart because if like we we have no authority if we haven't dealt with it inside so um i just want to take a few minutes and if everyone can just close their eyes and if just if just just allow yahweh to speak if there's just any part of our heart that that connection um that that breath of him that is there to co-create with him tonight so as we move into intercession tonight we want to be effective in co-creating right so to be effective we we have to have searched our heart we have to have that circumspect of our own heart in our own lives um and so to be able to 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 just take that moment and if there's anything that just comes up i just want us to be able to deal with that right now so that we can then move forward So we come tonight with that heart that is so close that, that we feel your breath, Yahweh. So one of the things tonight that I wanna activate as a family, um, what are the things that you love about being in this family? Can anyone say, like, can you just shout it out? I know. I should have had some plants. Exposure. (laughs) Thanks. What? Intimacy. Real connection. Never alone in standing in our convictions. I thought I might have to like really prod. (laughs) I don't have to prod at all. (laughs) You guys like just said it. Consistency. Transparency. Communication. We talk. Acceptance, yes. No fear. What? We look for breaches. We're not afraid of the mess. And we're not left in our mess. We're not afraid to look at it, but we're not going to stay there. We don't walk away. We stay on the phone longer. We do the work, so we're not hypocrites. Yeah. Dang. And we have a whole family. This is like our first non-dysfunctional family. <laughs> oh my gosh. OK. Well, this is how we're going to activate tonight um so when we get started with intercession so this is like a really practical step okay when we get started with intercession Eric is gonna start okay and what Yahweh showed me was a can opener so for all these reasons that we just listed in this family there's exposure in this family There's transparency in this family. Like we want, like I want to know what is in Sally. And so he's going to pray when he is done, okay? Then he's gonna pick someone and he's gonna hand this off to them, okay? And then maybe he hands it off to Logan When Logan is done praying, then he's going to hand it to someone else. So as a family, tonight, we are going to activate all of those things we just talked about. But we're going to call that out of each other. Because there is a heart's desire for me to know those inner parts of Sally, those inner parts of Katie, those inner parts of Gabby that sometimes I don't get to know. Because of, of... what they have encountered with Yahweh, maybe in their secret time. Those things that, that, that we intercede for, that tonight we're going to make vocal. OK? Does that make sense? We're good? So if you're a youth, it's OK to pick an adult. If you're an adult, it's OK to pick a youth, right? We're all family. <laughs> OK. Does that all make sense? Okay.
3: Well, I don't know if I have uh, much to add, but what I, I wanted to just give a couple of instructions from a mom's heart. Uh, what I love about the can opener is it puts us in a position to make our private public. And so from for me, I wanna hear our language with him. So when, we, when you get the can opener, it's not to grab the mic, to share a story, or to talk to us face-to-face because we do that all the time. But it's an opportunity. One thing about hay is its breath and and. and, and, and what is so powerful about his name is that everything from him and all of his creation came out of a sound. It came out of a frequency. It wasn't even a word. It was a It was a, it was a breath. And so when we're, the other thing about hey is the, the uh, Paleo Hebrew of the letter hey is a stick figure with, let me I'm gonna put my mic down. It's like this. And it's, it's a aha. It's an awe. Ah, it, it's a. It's an adoration. It's a breath of. It's that you're not. You don't engage Yahweh's face and go. You, yeah, I mean maybe, but I'm just. If His face is in your face, you're. It's this, and and then what comes of that? You're you're grasping for air of and you're creating and you're you're blowing back into him and he's blowing into you and so there's this aspect of this adoration and so when you get the mic don't share a story or a testimony or what he's been showing you i want to hear your relationship with him i want to hear uh that that language and and how uh and how we talk with him and how we activate him and so everything that they were talking about with family the other thing is uh this isn't something i was planning on sharing but it had come into our hearts two nights ago because we're going to be hosting uh, a meeting and we always have to come up with food themes and the theme that that yahweh put on our hearts was alphabet soup and uh and what that means is is whatever you bring to the table it bring it makes a whole soup but it's but it's an ingredient that comes to the meaning it's not his it's not mexican theme it's whatever you bring to the table it will it will create kind of a hodgepodge so what i mean by that is almost to align ourselves with that that there's no direction tonight for how we pray so whatever you're standing on the wall for or whatever your perspective is if it's out on the horizon if it's internal if it's within if it's with fam whatever that is that's what we're here uh, when they said it was intersection night i i heard intersection night remember when we talked about standing in the gap we are interceding we are standing in a place to intersect to be able to change the directory uh, the trajectory or the outcome so when you pray you're praying from an outcome you're praying from the testimony you're not on earth saying please lord This is, this is, you're, you are on the wall, which means you've ascended to a place, okay? So are we, okay, we're not on earth, right? Our spirits are not on earth, okay? So if we operate from the uncreated realm, then you have secrets, you're sitting at the right hand of the Father who is breathing on a continual basis, waiting for you to get close enough to feel his frequency, to hear his heart, to hear what his breath is saying, because he, has, uh, he wants your voice to activate what he's doing on earth. So we're not praying from a position of please, Lord, but we're praying from a position of I have heard his heart and this is what he's saying. You're commanding angels to be activated with your voice. You are sending the beings that you have, meaning you're praying from the outcome. You're praying from the place that you have seen the fullness. All you're doing is releasing his heart. What is on his heart? That's the alphabet soup. His heart is endless i don't know what abby's hearing and i don't know what derek's hearing i we all hear a different aspect or uh of his heart and when we bring it forth we're going to begin to see a picture uh does that so i want you to have permission whatever that is that his heart is saying but what i will say is it's okay to grab the can opener and wait a moment because i don't want you to pray from earth as a mom, I want to hear you pray from the right hand of the Father, hear what He's saying, and release what it is that He's saying. Does that make sense? Okay. All right, I think that that is... Do you have any other instructions? Okay. So Eric, I, want, I, I had asked Eric uh, if he would send us into this and position himself uh, as an elder brother to be able to be the first... Can I say that that's okay to be vulnerable? In religion, you're not allowed to be vulnerable. You have to have it together. You had to plan for a week. You had to know what you were going to say. You had to. You had to. You had to know. You had to know everything. You had to have the right words. You had to. You had to make sure it was eloquent. You had to have the scriptures that backed it up. But this time, it's invulnerable. We don't know what's on His heart until He ascends right now. Eric knows He's going, so He might be ascending right now. Because I don't want to hear what was on Yahweh's heart this morning. That's why I don't want you to tell stories. I don't want to hear what was on his heart last week. It was all important, but I want to hear what's on his heart right now. That divine kairos moment, what is it right now? And be okay. Don't be thinking, if I get the can opener, what am I going to pray? Just, shh, relax. When you get the can opener, it's going to open up a whole can of worms. And it is going to activate something that you didn't hear before. And I just want you to rest. I want you to ascend when you have that can opener. And I want you to just activate what it is that you see and whatever that is that you hear, you release from that place. And then when you're done, pick somebody that you feel Holy Spirit is landing on that that ascends. Does that make sense? Okay, because I want you to listen to his heart. Don't be paying attention to what you're going to say because then you won't hear Yahweh's heart. Okay? Because a lot of you, oh, if I get that can opener, I, I better hear. He, he'll speak. You're sitting next to him. He's constantly breathing. He's constantly saying something. You're not going to be without anything. You're not going to be like, uh. And if you are, that's probably a Holy Spirit sound, and that would be awesome. And it's probably going to end up being Jacob. And then I'll just start shaking, and it'll be awesome. So it doesn't really matter what happens, right? It could be a sound. it could We don't know what's going to happen, and that's okay. But I want you to be in the moment. Practice being present. Okay, the most perfect position that you can be in as a son or a daughter is in the moment. The moment that you're in the future, you've got worries, you've got things to think about. The moment you're in your past, you've got healing, you've got, you know, you're you're retelling a story. When you are in the moment, sitting next to him, in his presence, being present, nothing, nothing on earth matters. No, there's, does that make there's no it's perfect, it's perfection. You're operating from that place of perfection. Amen? You guys ready? Okay, Eric.
1: Papa, I used to be uh, so terrified of the can of worms opening up because I knew what was in my heart, I knew what I struggled with. And now I'm so grateful that those, popping open that can of worms is exactly what you're doing. And honestly, I'm real sorry <laughs> that I still freak out. <laughs> but my, 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 my fear of somehow making mistakes and blowing it, you're, you're not, you have no fear of that. And my fear of doing something incorrectly and, and it being like this mistake that's absolutely undone and, and there's nothing that, it's just irreversible. It's like, that's, that's not how you see. That's not how you think. That's not, that's not on your mind. so grateful because you have begun to show me that part of you, the El Olam, the everlasting God, you are outside of this box of time that I'm shoved in and you actively go into my future, you actively go into my past, you actively go into others' futures and others' past and you go in and you do things in an instant that is unthinkable and and impossible and that's (laughs) that's who you are that's what you do and all the energy that I have spent trying to be perfect Papa, I just ask that you would just release your family from the chains of perfection to just be able to walk with an open can of worms with you and know that you are Papa El Olam, the everlasting God can do things outside of time in such an instant and eternal fashion it's just I, I it's so freeing because time seems so precious and it is and we don't want to waste time but that used to be something that bound me in terror of making mistakes and we can't let can't let that ugly out because you know we don't have time to waste with that and you're freeing us from that you're setting your people free from the the the, the, the chains of having to do everything right so that we can walk with you with an open can of worms and be transparent and be real and in such a beautiful fashion you use that to set others free. Thank you for loving me so much, Papa.
4: I'm trying so hard to <clears throat> not operate in the my normal the way that I've always done things, and the the tool that I've always used, or the the way that I try to. Um, process this, these types of experiences, and I'm struggling to be able to not just manufacture something in and of myself, but allowing Yahweh to be the one that Pulls whatever it is out of me. Yahweh, just I th- I thank you that you allow us to go through processes that uh, uh, put us in a position to have to lean solely on you, uh, to allow you to to position us correctly, or or to point us in a direction, or to allow you to be the one that that drives uh, where, where what direction we may be going or what conversation we might be having. Thank you for, for being so into the details and, uh, and affording us those opportunities to be able to stum- stumble, walk, run through this the newness of every single day that comes that that comes every day is it every day is a new a new day and thank you for uh, constantly softening our hearts
5: I know you created me a certain way, the way I think and the things that fascinate me and the things that like intrigue my mind. And I know that you know that lately I've been thinking a lot about uh, space and planets and movement in the universe beyond our world here. And I've began to wonder how and I know you know that I I I can't comprehend the idea of something so big the mass of something so big that it would cause things to be attracted to it. But how could something that big? Why would that make sense? And it's crazy because it's, I, you know, sitting here on Earth, and I look up at the stars and I look at the at the sun and and everything out there beyond this world, and it. There's like a sound out there That the universe makes It's silent But it's profound And I get And I've just been wondering That like our world We have night and day Night and day And there's a, a rotation To our world But really it's just Our world that has a night and day Right now It's not that the universe is changing. It's not that the sun moves. The sun doesn't move. We move. We move around the sun. Our world spins, and that's what creates night and day. And it's just fascinating that to think that my world would be the one that spins. Not only I spin in myself, but that we spin around the sun because it's so big and the mass of the universe in, in it just doesn't make sense it's too big to, to comprehend that the positioning of everything that you have created would bring context just to us that star constellations are just stars and other galaxies that are shining millions and millions of light years away from us but to us it's a constellation that you would set that you would set those other solar systems other galaxies in a position to where it brings context to my life and helps me to get like founded a foundation to something to grab hold of to Something that would make me feel grounded. And there's this, this sound that holds it all together, this hum that holds everything in place. Because things are so big. Because the things you've created is so big. And I don't really know. This is how hard conversations go, and it just kind of just goes into nowhere. And it's just always just talking and questioning and trying to understand the the hugeness of why you have done things the way you've done things, why you've created things the way you've created things. And why the heck do I think about this stuff so much? But I know there's a reason, I know there's purpose And I know you've you've put that in my heart and in my mind because I know there's something that is to be noticed in your creation, something to be noticed about you, something to be noticed about that you would create an entire universe just to bring context to my life, to bring context for me to have a foundation to feel comfortable when i wake up and at nighttime when the moon comes out and it doesn't make sense like why why the why the heck but it's because you love me because that's a part of your heart that you've created that you knew that i would be drawn to the mass and the sound of silence in darkness, but so bright. And it doesn't make sense, but I know you have a purpose in everything. And God, I just, I just ask that you would continue to spark that heart, those thoughts, my desire, my fascination for you. I just thank you, Lord.
6: Yes, you I just
7: feel um, a fine-tuning of your instrument. As we've been sitting here and hearing the flow of what you've been saying, the journey you've been bringing us on, the heads that you're bringing us all to. I just feel the weight of you just fine-tuning us. I just feel your adjustments and you moving time and shifting galaxies and just see you like on those keys of the music that's playing. I see colors moving up and down. I see things being lifted. And you're so big that there's so many things that you do at once that we have privy to, that we have um, a front row seat to see You know that I'm constantly in awe of all that you are and all that you allow us to feel, all that you allow us to encounter in you. That was a really powerful word that you uh, led tonight with when you said that that perfection is not what you're after that that's not what intercession is, that it's okay to come from a place of just speaking with you the way that we normally do. I appreciate your intimacy, I appreciate that you don't withhold from us, I appreciate that you're revealing our own temples to us that you wait patiently I mean you see that on a daily basis you you can look at me and you see my temple when I have yet to discover it and you just wait there patiently just watching and, and with such joy and such amusement in your face you just watch as you like leave, leave little crumbs for me to figure things out and you just take joy in the journey as we're learning and as I'm I'm picking up those crumbs and trying to eat and trying to um, just understand and it's all leading me to just a deeper understanding of myself a deeper understanding of you and ultimately this world I'm just excited at the mystery, I'm excited at uh, just the vastness that you never stop, like I don't know, I don't... I don't really know um, what to say other than to just revel in who you are and, and how I feel you are because I feel like that's enough. I feel like that's literally what you have us here for, what what you have me here for is just to revel in you. And I just thank you that in, in the midst of that, in the midst of that process, in the midst of that intimacy, that it doesn't have to include anything else. That me beholding your face and beholding your heartbeat and beholding like your breath and the movement in your chest when you breathe in and out. That that feeling that I get whenever you look at me, that somehow that's doing something bigger. When I'm used to like works, and I'm used to uh, warring, and I'm used to uh, prophesying, and and all of that, like you know, that majority of what we speak about, and majority of what I always end up um, coming to you with is just um, like marveling in who you are. I love just being swallowed up in that. I love just being swallowed up in, in just every new mystery that you unravel.
8: You saw my day. You've seen my weeks. You know my pain. My struggles. And you saw me today, just losing it in Hobby Lobby over nothing. And I'm so grateful that you moved time and space for me. I'm so grateful for this family. I'm so grateful. I don't even know what I'm doing. All I know is every day I get up and I try. And you're with me. And you're walking with me. And you see me fall all over the place. You see me hide. You see me isolate. And yet you're so gentle. You bring me out of those dark places little, by little, by little, I thank you that you helped me focus on the good things in, in the moment today and right now I just, I'm just so grateful today I had a really bad day Yahweh, struggling with sin and behaviors and storms inside my heart and you brought me here into this place into your presence and in your presence i'm made whole and i can feel the lifting of the shame and the guilt and the pain and the trying to be perfect and i don't want to be humiliated i don't want to tell anybody what i'm doing and it doesn't even really matter anyway and I'm so thankful that you still see me in a perfected state, and not as I see myself.
6: <sighs> I'm
8: so grateful for this family, for a place to come and just be held, and just heard and seen, and loved and Able to grow. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be who I think I have to be. I'm just so grateful that you're so gentle with me. So gentle with me. And I'm grateful that you've made a way for me today to put things down and to really press forward into Shavuot and all the things that are on my heart. And you know all of those things. You know how I'm like Gabe, I'm like into the space and the time and. I'm into politics and affairs, and I see so many things happening all around me, and yet I have this giant storm in my heart, and I don't know how to deal with it. And so I run and I hide. And you, you don't let me. You come for me, and I'm so happy, God. I'm so thankful, Yahweh, that you always come for me. You run for me. You never leave me in that dark place. That is so refreshing, just to be reminded that I am I'm okay, I'm gonna be okay, and I'm being delivered daily from things and behaviors and gosh, every day I see something different in myself and it's beautiful, because you're standing in my future, waiting for me. And you're standing in my past, helping me. And you're in my now, with me. It's a lot to comprehend. I just want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for this, your presence in this place. It's all over me. I can feel you just moving and lifting shame and guilt and pain off me right now. It's beautiful. I just, I don't even know what else to say except I'm just thankful and grateful. And I love you and I want to do everything. I just put it all down and turn around and come after you harder than I was before. I give you permission to continue in my heart. <sighs> Let's continue the work that you've started in my heart because I know. I know it's going to be good. It's going to be good. The plans that you have for my boys, the plans that you have for me, the things that that you've showed me. I'm not running from those things. I just, I just ask that you would continue to be gentle with me, continue to walk with me my no way. Thank you again. Thank you for letting me be me, finally. Finally, all messy. Ah. Man. But I'm not a surprise. I know I'm no surprise to you, God. I know that you know what's in my heart. And you know what's in the intentions I have. And you always see me through. Always see me through. I never want to let go of this moment right now, never. Thank you for Mama Missy that you've given me. <laughs> they're a family that loves me. They're not afraid to tell me the truth. Yeah, <sighs> and They're not afraid of my big ugly mess and that's so refreshing. So
9: thank you again. Father in heaven, I just thank you so much for continuing breaking down barriers in my heart, making me more bolder, and more sure of myself when it comes to serving you. Every morning that I wake up, I'm grateful that you let me see another morning. So I can think back and think of all the times I could have been taken out of here and never given a chance to repent, to live the life for you. And I'm thankful for being here tonight for you to give me an opportunity to express to everyone what you've done for me and continues to do for me I can remember from being a child saying that I wanted to grow up and be like you not understanding what that meant and wanting to know you better to understand you better and just didn't know how to do it. And as I grew and got older, I learned that you wrote everything down for me. Just for me to find one day, and every day, every week I'm amazed at what you show me and what you give me. You helped me to learn from young and old. You continue to open my eyes to things that I never knew they were close to. You continue to show me your love through all the amazing young people that I meet. Also through a lot of amazing old people that I meet. You've taught me that I can learn Anyone, anytime, any place. You're teaching me that I can be bold for you, anytime, anywhere, any place. And I continue to thank you for making me bolder. I know there was a time, Father, when um, I wouldn't dare grab a mic and try to speak, and I realized for. Most of my life, if not all my life, you've been preparing me to do just this. I remember when I had a problem, Father, with speaking, with speech. You brought me through that. I told you one day that I wanted to be a preacher, a minister, and you were faithful enough to bring me to that point. I just know, Father, I can never thank you enough and never give up on you being in my life. Even when there was times when I was walking away from you, I realized the minute I stopped walking away from you, you were right there. I didn't have to take another step to get to you. You were already there. And I pray, Father, that each and every one of us realize you're always there. You're never away from us. We just gotta stop walking away from you cause we cannot ever walk far enough to get away from you. Cause you have already chosen us, you would never give up on us, you would never let us go. There's so much more I can probably say Father, say thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for each and everyone that's here I want you to let them know that they give me strength, they give me encouragement, and most of all, they give me love, and that's the important, I know that love comes from you.
10: Wow, I think we do this every day, all day long. It's different with people around. I just want to thank God for teaching me His way. His way is life, truth. I am so glad. Took me through the whole Bible. Well, not the end yet. <laughs> and took me. Brought me out of Egypt. Pagan worship. Thank you, Lord. i just, just so, so grateful. I don't have to worship things that God created. I'm just so grateful for this assembly. I really, really... So blessed by all my brothers and sisters here. And as God, as I travel through the Bible, I, I just thank God that He's teaching me things from His Word every day, every day, every day. Sometimes I'll stop. At one of the chapters and he, he just shows me like a video of things that are happening at that time and I just like sit there for hours and he shows me things visions and dreams and I just like wow this is so awesome And then I think to myself, how much more, how much more? This is just the tip of the iceberg, what He has for us. He is so awesome. So awesome. I I can't imagine what He wants to do day after day after day. And I just praise Him all the time. And He, as I travel through the Bible, I think, wow, that's me. That book is about me. Wow, I went through this, through that. Even Jezebel, wow, I used to be that. Oh my goodness. So, and I go through that and on and on. Through the apostles, and my favorite is through Psalms. When he took me through Psalms, that was so awesome. It was like I was on a shipwreck. I'll be up and then down again through Psalms. But he held me through the whole time, and he was teaching me. I just really appreciate everyone here oh, how we all pray for each other how we uphold each other how we call each other intimately my sister my brother
6: so today um my class was crying because um my teacher was talking about something. And so they were all sharing stories about how their friends and a lot of people were passing away in their family and stuff. So um, I just wanted to like say that, um, I don't really know, but my mom tried to help me with saying something. And she said to say that um, they like just that, well, I've been praying for like their um their stuff like that's been happening cuz my teacher was saying that like you never know what's happened to the people that's next to you. So like don't be rude to them cuz he sees that some people are rude to them. And so then everyone started being nice to each other. So I was just praying about that. So, I was just going to say like um that um So, um I well, when I got home, I was praying and I was saying um that that God should help them. And I, I've always had this heart, you know, to just, like, cry for anything that I feel bad for. And some people think it's weird. So, at school, people were making fun of me because I was crying for them. I just pray that, um, that everything will change for them, and something good will happen for them. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say, kind of a feeling for (coughs) Kyle and her friends right now, and how they're like going through all this stuff and how Kaya is feeling for them and uh, I just want to pray for Kaya and hope that she'll be like bold in the things that she'll that she feels strongly about so there you Yahweh just help Kaya and Help her to be bold in the things that she says and the way that she feels. And just help all of her friends and the people in her class at this times that their family members are passing away. And...
11: uh... Yahweh, I thank you that you have called this family together for this time, these people in this house for this time. Father, I thank you that you're setting a table of courage that you set a table for us every night every day you set a table that we're invited to and lord i thank you that you're setting a table of courage and you're saying come and eat and take heart for the time to come i thank you that you're calling us as watchmen that you're correcting our understanding of what it means to be a watchman that you said to ezekiel i'm setting you as a watchman over the house of israel i thank you for the wisdom and the pressing in that eric and kendra did to realize That part of being a watchman, the primary part, is to look inside the house. And so, Lord, I thank you that you love those that you admonish, that you correct. That it's a sign of your love for us, Father. That you're warning us of the coming correction to the land that you're bringing, Father. And so, you give us the opportunity to be watching over our own house. Lord, I thank you that you're teaching our next generation to wrestle I thank you that you're teaching our children to wrestle. I thank you that you're teaching us to wrestle, Father, that you're raising up watchmen in this house in the next generation. I pray and intercede for every father, every leader of households, that you're setting them as watchmen over their own house, Father that you're preparing us for what's to come. I just intercede for whatever's at that table, that you come to that table and you eat of what the Father has as he teaches us how to wrestle. I thank you for the voices of our young ones, that they would take a message and a word and they would wrestle with it, God. thank you for that you're preparing us for the time to come that you're this this watchman is a timely word it's not by mistake that yahweh is setting he has prepared a table tonight he's prepared a table that we're sitting at in our intercession let us not leave the table without eating everything on your plate father i just uh take everything in the hearts of everyone that was spoken or not spoken father that we would seal this time of intercession tonight in the house but we would go forth with that watchman calling that you're activating something of the watchman in us those prophets that stood on the wall that that not only looked out and looked in but sounded the alarm father i thank you that you're you're setting us as watchmen over your house and so we have to learn how to be watchmen over our own house father i ask that you would activate that in everyone here not just the children or excuse me not just the parents the fathers and the mothers but the children would begin to rise up as watchmen over their own house over their brothers and sisters, Father, that nobody else in this world is going to watch out for us, but you called us together as a family, and you called us, you set us apart to watch out for each other, Father, and to watch out for your house. So Yahweh, we just thank you We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you that something is stirring in the spirit. Something is shifting as you build things in us, as you're building our temples, you're teaching us how to build our temples and about our temples, Father, that you're also going to teach us how to watch over it, that you wouldn't give us anything without teaching us how to maintain it, Father. And so, Yahweh, we just thank you. We honor you tonight and I just pray uh just as we as we seal this that our steps would be synchronized with his that we wouldn't just be satisfied with following but that we would be we would follow to the point of synchroni- a synchronized walk with him and we just thank you In Yeshua's name amen
0: Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Ayers International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at KingdomAirsFlag.org. Thank you.